1: Hello, and welcome to On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men, the podcast that explores and explains boy behavior. We're your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink and Janet Allison. Join us as we discuss some of the most compelling issues facing boys today. Our goal is to equip you with the information and support you need to help today's boys Grow into healthy, happy men.
0: We are talking about homework today. And this can be a hassle for so many families, a source of frustration. Jen, what is homework like at your
1: house? Everything from extreme procrastination. And uh, everybody listening, I know you know what I'm talking about. It's the kind of thing where you know, maybe hours before your kid says, I need poster board and glue and and styrofoam so I can make this model and the stores are all closed. And I shouldn't be surprised about their procrastination because I do that too. So we've had procrastination. We've had tears. We've had frustration. We've had Why do I have to do this? Finally, last week, my youngest is now 11. So he's in sixth grade. This is his seventh year of full-time institutional school, counting kindergarten. And for the very first time, he had a homework project that really engaged him. This is a kid, uh, and maybe many of our listeners, your kids are the same way. He's very hands on. He's very motivated to figure out how things work. And this particular project was for science and it involved a little DC motor. And he had to figure out a way to get this motor to generate electricity without hooking it up to a battery to light an LED light. He was so into this. He was self motivated. He spent hours on this and it was the kind of thing where i could really see like i didn't know exactly what he's getting out of it but he's clearly getting something out of this and i could see him challenging himself and things wouldn't go the way he wanted and he'd come up with an alternate solution and the reason why this stood out to me is because in seven years this is the first homework project that has had that impact on him he's done a lot of homework in seven years and out of all those years, one really seems to have been personally relevant for him.
0: And that's the key is the relevance and yes. also the problem solving. And so this is what happens for many boys is that, that, that homework can be a problem solving situation or uh, I don't know this information and that can be sort of interesting and compelling. But if he already knows it, or yes. if he figures it out pretty quick then he's done he's mm-hmm. ready to go on to the next thing so we've got to make homework relevant for them and you know we are talking about boys we're we're pretty out front about that mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. boys and i i do want to interject here that boys do struggle with homework and there's so many reasons why part of it is we have to be aware that boys receive 70% of the D's and F's. And we know that boys are falling behind in test scores. But if your son goes to a school or is in class where homework is graded, you've got to really pay attention.
1: My high school freshman is struggling with this right now. Um, In our high school, the freshmen take biology. That's their science. So all of the freshmen are in biology. Part of their grade is they have these homework assignments, which are not, like they're not really figuring stuff out. It is a lot more regurgitating and filling out kind of formulaic worksheets, but that is part of their grade. And he finds it extremely boring not at all interesting. He is the kind of kid where he catches on to information very quickly and so for him it's not even helpful to to go fill this out so he has it for later. So then he puts it off, he doesn't do it, he finds himself behind by like five homework worksheets and that causes stress because he can see then the impact it's having on his grade and it's just busy
0: work. And boys do not want to do busy work. Nope at all, so first note to parents who are listening, make sure you understand the impact that homework has on his grade. Mm
1: -hmm. The other
0: part of, of this particular aspect of homework is if he has the too cool for school syndrome and he may do the homework, but he won't turn it in because he thinks his friends are there watching him, and he doesn't want to be the kid who completes his homework and does everything the way it's supposed to be. So watch out for too cool for school.
1: Hmm. You know, you mentioned the, how important it is for parents to really know what the policy is regarding homework. Is it? Is it part of the grade? What's the expectation? The one thing I really encourage parents to think about is Homework and even your kids' grades in school are not the full measure of your child. So as much as I know, I know this freshman of mine could easily get an A in biology if he would just do his homework. If not doing his homework means that he has more time to feed some of his other interests and we are not spending our family and parenting time fighting about homework, and he ends up with a B in the class, even though he's got the same scores on the test he would have done if he has homework, I'm not going to fight about that. I just don't think personally that it matters in the long run. And so parents, sometimes it's on us to pull back and really think about why do we care so much about our kids' homework? And it's kind of... for me to say this, I was one of those kids in school, Janet, where I, I did all my homework. You tell me to do it, I do it. I worked hard, I studied for my tests, and I was valedictorian of my high school class. So for me to get to the point in my life where I realized that like really that stuff is not what's the most important, that took a lot of soul searching on my part and a lot of really looking at what is important. Uh, in the grand scheme? And what is important to my boys? What can I do to nurture them, to help them develop their skills in the world and to help them be happy and content with themselves in the world? And I'm
0: glad you mentioned soul searching, because we as parents have to get clear on how we actually feel about homework. Because if we are ambivalent our kids are gonna pick up on that really fast. And Mm -hmm. if we are thinking, oh, this is really ridiculous, why are they having to do this? Then our kids are gonna pick up on that. Oh yeah. So I encourage you to get clear on how you feel about homework so that you can communicate that and hold that space for your kids.
1: And that may well require um, personal soul searching and some tough conversations with other family members. It's not at all Mm -hmm. uncommon for Mm -hmm. mom and dad to have different experiences with homework, different expectations, and these are the kinds of things that you certainly aren't talking about when you're deciding to get married or have kids.
0: Exactly, and likely in a typical uh, mom-dad situation, dad probably did not like doing homework, did not do homework, and Mm -hmm doesn't really care and isn't involved in the homework struggles and mom, I mean, I was the kid who came home much like you, Jen. I came home. I was, I became a teacher. I loved school. (laughs) Good point.
1: Right. I came home school and we played school after school. (laughs) I did too. And library also played library. So that's, that was where I came from. And that's why when I ended up with these four boys, it was another world. And I needed to learn about their world so I could help them.
0: Many parents will ask, you know, is homework even worth it? Is it valuable? Is it helping my child? And of course there's been studies about this. And one study showed that homework in high school is valuable, that extra practice is valuable, but the value diminishes as we go down through middle school and elementary school. And in elementary school, there is no value in homework. And I my aside is always reading, 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 reading is important. But parents have told me, well, it helps them with time management. It helps them develop responsibility. It helps them to learn planning. And yes, it does all those things. But in elementary school, likely it is more creating antagonism towards in the family and towards school.
1: You know, I hear that too, that whole time management and responsibility. And certainly those are characteristics that all of us, parents and teachers, want to nurture in our kids but there are other ways to develop those skills as well. Homework's not the only one. Responsibilities at home, taking care of a pet, screen time. You know, my kid that loves fishing, he learns responsibility, time management, and planning through figuring out when he can fit fishing into his week. So there are other ways to develop those skills. Some schools are beginning to shift their expectations regarding homework too. So some some schools are seeing exactly what you said, that this sort of busy work homework isn't really good for anybody. It's kind of wasting families' time, kids' time, and teachers' time. They're recognizing that the kids may well be better off if they go outside and play after school than if they sit inside and you know fill out yet another worksheet. So there are movements at some schools to really cut down or even do away with homework in some elementary schools. And at the same time, I do also see other schools that are really working to have relevant project-based problem-solving kinds of homework, the sorts of things where you know kids are encouraged to find something that is interesting to them and perhaps investigate whatever concept they're learning in science, for instance, like my son's project, through a lens that's interesting to them working in groups, collaboration. To me, there is a difference between those kinds of projects and just strict busy work. And I really applaud the educators that are working to find ways to make homework and schoolwork in general more relevant. I like cute clothes. I like having stylish outfits and I hate shopping. Armoire makes getting dressed easier. Armoire is a Clothing rental membership option. And Janet and I recently have both tried it out. And you guys, it is so much fun. You go to their website. You get to take a little quick style quiz. Takes five minutes. And then you get presented a list of beautiful clothing, pictures, wonderful clothes that you can pick out and get delivered to your house for you to try and wear in the comfort of your own home without going out and determine what looks cute, put together outfits without investing a ton of money. Right now, our listeners can give armoire a try and get up to 50% off your first month. That is up to $125 off. Just visit envoys. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash on boys to get 50% off your first month and never have to worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. One of the most challenging things about being a woman at midlife is realizing how little people understand about perimenopause and menopause, Janet. And
0: this highlights, too, that parents and teachers need to work together. Yes. And if your boy is really struggling with homework, talk to the teacher. How can you take her assignment and make it more relevant? Maybe there's a time when you say, no, we're not doing this work. It's too much stress on our family. We're going to take a pass on this one.
1: I've known families that have done that. It's a scary thing to do. As parents, we don't want to... We're grownups and we still don't want to make the teacher mad at us. We don't want to be seen as difficult. We don't want to be that family. But when families are very real with the teacher and explain, this is what's going on at my house, most teachers are really receptive to that. And they don't want this to become a battleground at your house. They don't want your child to hate learning any more than you do. So, having those conversations, uh, sharing that information with your son's teacher, you know, how they learn best, what they are interested in. Just yesterday or the day before, a friend of mine shared an exchange that she had with her son's teacher, and they had to do a book report on some inventor. And they had a list of, you know, books they could choose from. And this mom, who happens to be Asian American, looked at this list and she said, you know, this list is overwhelmingly white and male. And would you mind if we would kind of go off the list and find a a person of color, an inventor that my son could read about and report about instead? And the teacher was extremely receptive to that. They found somebody else and the kid is doing his book report on an amazing inventor that he wouldn't have had the opportunity to even learn about otherwise.
0: Nice. Yeah. We've got to be proactive. And again, advocate for our boys and their learning situation. I want to talk about an aspect of homework that we might not pay attention to, or we might not see it quite in this way. Your boy may be the boy who says, this is easy, this is boring, this is stupid. And I encourage parents to pay extra attention when they're hearing this. Because boys will go to great lengths to cover up their embarrassment. They don't want to be seen as failures. They don't mm-hmm. want to admit that they're struggling. And so if your boy is the kid who is saying, you know, oh, this is so easy. I don't, why do I have to do this? Then turn it around and playfully have him teach you whatever he's saying is so easy is mm-hmm. so stupid is so boring. okay, let's sit down and you know you be the teacher and I'll be the the student and you te- walk me through this mm-hmm. and that may give you some clues that he actually is struggling with this concept and then you can approach that from a different um, a different
1: aspect. And if he's got it, great you just turn that around and you had a enjoyable interaction with your kid. And if he doesn't, you have that opportunity to intervene before this grows and he's been hiding the not really getting this for a period of weeks, months, even years sometimes.
0: I had a mom tell me that her son would bring schoolwork home and she couldn't figure out why he wasn't able to finish this in school. Turns out he didn't have a pencil and he was embarrassed to ask at school. So simple. We would never even think that that is the barrier for him, but he just didn't want to ask for that pencil.
1: You know, that's a good story too, because it also illustrates that while nearly every family that has boys that I know, there's an issue with homework, the issues are all different and the solutions are all different too. I, I think a lot of parents of boys in particular get frustrated because so many of these standard homework suggestions, do it at a consistent time, um, make sure the area is free of distractions. You know So many of the standard homework tips don't work for their boys or their families. And so they kind of get frustrated and think that, well, nothing works. I mean, these things the experts are telling me don't work. What's your advice for those families, Janet? What do you tell families?
0: Well, again, you have to look at every child and their struggles differently. And as you were talking, I was thinking about screen time Mm -hmm. and how a lot of our homework is now on the computer. Mm -hmm. And oh my goodness, talk about a distraction and how to manage that. Always the computer homework gets done last. And if, just, if computers are a distraction for your boy, then talk to the teacher and say, you know what, we need this printed out. We're not going to mm. do screen time for homework.
1: Interesting. One thing I recommend to parents is you have to have a willingness to experiment with your kid and to let your kid experiment. My kids are also growing up in this distracted screen time world. And it is not uncommon to see one of them doing their homework on the computer with YouTube up in the background, maybe just a video of one of their favorite YouTubers and music playing over here on their phone. Sometimes it works for them, depending on, on what they're doing. One of my kids in particular works much, much better if he can listen to music. So by all means, let him listen to music. It really, you have to experiment. You have to see what works for your kid. For some kids, it may be come home, maybe eat something, get right down and do your homework. Other boys need to get outside or do something very physical and burn off some of that energy from school before they can even think about doing homework. And as your kid grows, what he needs may change. So what worked for homework when he was in fourth grade may not work when he's in eighth grade anymore.
0: And part of that is helping him learn his own style. Try it with music for a week, Mm -hmm. then try it without music for a week and see what's most comfortable and helping him figure out when he's most focused. Maybe he's the kid that wants to get up at six o'clock in the morning and do his homework.
1: You know, I'm so glad you said that because my 14 year old, the freshman, he is like that. I am not, I would rather stay up past midnight and get it done. He knows when he's done and he will go to bed and at some, there are sometimes I'll get up in the morning and I'm still groggy trying to find coffee and he's at the computer cranking it out. So if that works for him, more power to him.
0: Absolutely, they're different than we are and we have to recognize that. Another piece that I want to interject here is the no rescuing policy. We tend to bail out our kids if they forget their homework, if they forget their lunch, their instrument, where many of us are happy to drop everything we're doing and take it to school for them. And I encourage parents to let there be let there be forgetfulness, let there be failure. He will have to navigate the conversations with his teachers. I forgot my instrument for band class. He will have to navigate with his friends. Hey, I forgot my lunch. What do, you, what do you have to share with me? And in that discomfort, that will be the catalyst for remembering his homework, remembering his lunch. You know, if he knows that you're going to bail him out, then he's not going to remember. He's not going to try. For a lot of moms, we're so organized and we've got everything dialed in and our boys know that.
1: And they're thinking, why
0: bother? She's got it handled. I don't have to have this handled.
1: In general, I agree with you. Like we absolutely cannot have the pattern of consistently bailing our kids out and rescuing from their... Failures, whether it's a failure to remember, to complete, which spares them of the consequences that would help them learn whatever they need to learn. But I really do make exceptions. And perhaps it's because I am not a completely dialed in mom and I am constantly forgetting things. And sometimes I know that despite my best intentions and all of my effort, I still screw something up and I need help. And I'll give a really specific example. Last week, that project that my kid worked on that he was so interested in, he took it to school. He brought it home to make some tweaks on it. The next morning, he forgot it in the rush of getting out out the door. He forgot to take it to school. And that, you know, I signed his planner that morning and we were were rushing, we were getting out the door. And I wasn't even home from school drop-off when he sent me a text and said, hey, can you bring me my science project? This is a kid, he's only 11, but out of all of my kids, he is the most responsible at making sure he has what he needs, where he needs it, when he needs it. And my kids, they live in two houses. Their dad and I are divorced. So that is a challenge. So in this instance, yes, I took his school project to school. This is not a pattern for him. It was not inconvenient for me either. I mean, it did not require like me to drive home for an hour to get the project to take it to school. It was doable and it helped him. Don't rescue as a general principle, but be willing to make exceptions, again, depending on what your kids need in that instant. Oh, Jen, I love talking to you. (laughs) So what are our takeaway tips for parents and teachers on homework? What would you tell them?
0: Be flexible be understanding know that you can have a say you can communicate with this teacher notice what's working what's not working for your boy strive to make it relevant to him i mean i i remember from high school asking, the big question was, how am I ever going to use algebra in my life? And if somebody would have showed me how I would use algebra, maybe I would have understood it a little bit more. So really make the connections for your boys.
1: And teachers, you can do that too. The, The most that you can do to minimize and individualize homework I think the more success you're going to see. Uh, When kids feel like they're flooded with something, it's very easy to become overwhelmed. When it is reasonable and relevant, you'd be surprised how hard they're going to work for you. Thanks for joining On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men.